Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Bigarito. Tom Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I'll be joined shortly alongside Rich Van Zant as we have a pretty special show tonight. Recap of Super Bowl 52, but there's a lot going on both in uh, Dolphin land and in the NFL, so uh, we will get to that. As the New England Patriots fall to the hands of the Philadelphia Eagles in Super Bowl 52 by the score of 41-33. But that's just the beginning uh, to the uh, subtext of all the stories that are going on here. So uh, this is going to be very interesting. Um, First off, uh, the Eagles are able to uh, beat the Patriots uh, in what is in upset, but I think a lot of people thought that the Eagles were the better team. But, of course, uh, they have Carson Wentz, their starting quarterback, go down, and Nick Foles takes over, and that was the big question mark. Uh, What would Nick Foles do? And I know that uh, there are some people that, you know, were unsure of what they would do. Maybe some people have uh, listened to our show and were a little discouraged because of uh, Rich's comments on Nick Foles, but I'm sure they'll be uh, made amends when uh, when Rich gets on the air and uh, publicly apologizes to both me and all the Philadelphia Eagle fans out there. Uh, but on a serious note, uh, Nick Foles plays uh, a tremendous Super Bowl, uh, and uh, he is, of course, awarded the MVP of the, the Super Bowl game, and deservedly so, uh, 28 for 43, 373 yards and three touchdowns, one interception which really had nothing to do with him, uh, certainly not his fault, and uh, Tom Brady, 505 yards in the Super Bowl, um, think about that for a second, I mean, uh, there's not many people who have thrown for over 500 yards, I know Marino has done it, I think he had five. 21, if I'm not mistaken, against the Jets in, uh, I want to say, 1988. Um, But think about it, in the Super Bowl to do that. And to be quite honest, not really a ton in a lot of garbage time. I mean, it was basically, uh, you know, they played catch-up a little bit, but it really wasn't garbage time that he did it. I mean, it was a competitive game all the way through. So uh, you, you can't take that away from him. I mean, that's just an extraordinary fact. But New England Patriots nonetheless do lose, and now uh, Tom Brady and his Super Bowl record uh, goes to uh, uh, what is it five and and three now. So uh, five and three, and the Patriots become the uh, they they tie for the most losses in Super Bowl history uh, with five. So um, there's so many subtexts and and storylines, and we're going to get into it all. And uh, it's just so interesting 
Uh, so without further ado, let's get uh, Rich in here. And uh, Rich, I, I don't know where to start other than we start, I guess, with the mainline story, and that's the Patriots lose to the Eagles. Nick Foles does perform, and uh, and uh, the Patriots, like we said, uh, lose their fifth team Super Bowl, but uh, Belichick and Brady lose their third Super Bowl. So we we start there. Yeah, they're a 500 Super Bowl team now, you know, which is, you know, nice. They tied the most for the most losses. Very nice. I mean, you know, five and three. Coaching player, I mean, you still consider them the greatest of all time like they were hyping out for the last few weeks? I don't. Well, I mean, you know, he's he's got, you know, Brady's got as many losses as Fran Tarkington now in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but he's got five more wins. So, I mean, there is a difference there. Oh, yeah. yeah, I understand you're a Dolphin guy, but there's a big difference. I mean, yeah, he's got three losses, but he's got five wins as well. He's been to eight Super Bowls. So, you know, this was was a – Three they cheated and two they were gifted. You know, I'm really not that impressed. Well, I I guess, you know, the the Spygate does handle three of them and uh yep. and you know, the gifts or whatever, you know, it, it is what it is. But as we've talked about in the past and I'm playing a little bit devil's advocate here, but you can easily make a case for those other two Super Bowls going the opposite way against the Giants where he could have had won them all. I mean, it was that close. Every every Super Bowl they have played has been very competitive, and I know you use that yep. as a detriment because you say, you yeah, know, I they're do, so great. You know, if he, if he was that great, as like everyone says, why didn't he ever blow out? Why didn't he have one of those blowout games? Yeah, you well, I, I certainly, why, why I certainly don't put that out. Yeah, well, I certainly don't put that on Brady. I mean, you could you could certainly take that to Belichick and his game plan and the way he designs his team, and you want to use that as somewhat of a knock that every game is close. I don't think you could put it on Brady. I think Brady's Super Bowl numbers are just off the charts. And, and again, 505 yards. He lost the Super Bowl. Still put up 505 yards. Not in yeah, I know, time, but they're always so. losing the game, too. They're always coming from behind yesterday. So, you know, you're going to have a lot of yards. There's no question about that. Um there was no defense on either side of the ball yesterday. And I believe that I read before that he's the first quarterback to throw for 500 yards and lose in any game. Well, he's the f- yeah, yeah. Well, there's not many people who have thrown 500 yards. But, yes, it's the first time anybody's thrown for over 500 yards and lost. Every and every lost. one of those quarterbacks have put, you know. But, again, right. not in a Super Bowl, you know, in a regular no, game. Um, yeah, he's the first one that's on the losing end of that, um, you know, as was Dan Marino, I think, the first one on the losing end of throwing for over 300 yards when he set the record in 84, with whatever it was, 318 or something like that. Um you know, I just don't think that you can use that against him. I mean, I, th- I just think that he shines above that in a lot of ways, uh, you know, and, and it's just they're, they're, the Eagles team was better, uh, and, uh, you know, it just seemed like uh, the defenses on both sides were non-existent in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. It was certainly yeah, it wasn't was, a it defensive like battle. game, right? Like yeah, in, in a lot of ways it did, because there was a lot yeah. of big plays. You know, a lot of big plays yep. were given up. Now, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go right to the elephant in the room, because I think this is a gigantic factor, 
and I don't know whether how much we're ever going to find out about the real deal, but we will find out more. But Malcolm Butler being benched, and we don't really know why, and now you know Belichick and, and New England Patriots camp is spinning it that it was uh, not a disciplinary decision, but a uh, football decision, which you know doesn't make a lot of sense when you look at what his replacement did, and you know how taking him, the guy who basically gave Bill Belichick his. Was it his fifth Super Bowl? No, it's fourth. Fourth, fourth. Fourth Super Bowl? Yeah. Uh, yep. You know, with, with, with arguably the greatest, you know, play or one of the greatest plays ever made in Super Bowl history. So why you wouldn't put that guy on the field? You know, Bill Belichick has always said, I'm going to make the decision that's best for the team, irregardless of what I think is the best decision to win the football game. Well, I, I want somebody to tell me or give me an argument of how – Benching him was the best decision to win the game. I don't see it. I mean, this, yeah, no, this guy is. Very, it's very bizarre. It's um, I, NFL Network was was saying before that it was that it was you know it was part of the thing that he was a day late because he was in the hospital, he was sick or something like that. And then the other part was he broke some kind of team rule, like a minor team rule during the week. Don't you know? Don't know what's what that is all about. None of it makes any sense. And he was saying last night they gave up on me. Yes, they gave up on me, and he was he was crying. He was crying before the game and on the bench. Well, there's a lot more to Miami. Yeah, well, uh, there's there's yeah, there's there's a lot more to this story, and I don't know that we're ever going to get the full details out. Although you might get them from the Malcolm Butlers. That that's where you'll get them. You'll get him from, Ma- from Malcolm not Butler. Get it from Belichick. Not yeah, going to get anything from Matt. Belichick. But you'll no. get it from the Butler end, and especially if he goes to another team. And it's going to be real interesting to to find out more about this. But let's pretend he did miss because he was in the hospital. Let's pretend he violated a minor team rule. Let's pretend he violated a uh, a medium team rule. I mean, you have 40-something other players, and you're regarded as the greatest coach of your generation. I'll stop it there. There's many people who believe he's the greatest coach of all time, but I'll stop it there. The greatest coach of his generation, and you're pulling out not just a starting cornerback, but you're pulling out a, a, a Super Bowl hero. Now, there's a difference there, because you know as well as I do, there's certain guys who when this game comes around are different players, the a la Timmy yep. Smiths, you know, there's just certain guys. So this is their moment to shine, and they do. On the world's biggest stage, they perform, and Malcolm Butler has performed as good as anybody can ever perform as far as making a big play. And so now with that, um, he's not in the game plan at all. And I, I can't – I haven't heard any argument yet to justify that football-wise. So this is it's something more, it's that – It's more bizarre. We're never – you're right. We're never going to know unless Malcolm Butler comes clean and says something. But uh, Which I think he bizarre. will. I think he yeah, will I think because so, I don't uh, think Malcolm Butler well, is going to be a patriot. You know, he's an unrestricted yeah. free agent. He's, he's exactly. So the, it's as soon as that is over and he's actually on another team, I believe that yeah. this will absolutely come out and we'll find out yep. some more. Now let me go uh, another step because I think we're just beginning to see the turmoil unwind up in New England. Now we've talked about it 
for the last four weeks, there's something going on up there. And the difference is they've been winning. And when you win, it, it camouflages everything. So sure. winning fixes it all, right? Well, now they've lost. And now you're going to see stuff on wine. Now, today, Matt Patricia officially Detroit Lions head coach, correct? Yep. But one of the big rumors now going on is that Josh McDaniel may not, in fact, be leaving. I don't know if you've heard this, but they're saying now that he may not no, be leaving. I heard that they're going to announce that tomorrow with the Colts. Okay. Okay. Well, there's, there's, rumors, the there's rumors now coming out of New England that Bill Belichick has had talks with him and is basically pulling up Parcells with him and saying, listen, I don't know, I may have one more year left in me, so stick around and I may want you to take over kind of deal. That's the rumors that are going around. Now, I, I, I don't know that that's the case, and I would expect uh, to be in him to be in Indianapolis like you said, by tomorrow. Now, you you actually said it's a done deal, right? So, yeah, I thought I, it was. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. The, like I said, just rumors, stuff that's circulating around. Don't yeah, give it any more credibility I, I than I just... Bet, I bet he's probably in Indianapolis now, you know? So then, so then if that's the case... on the flight home. You know? usually, they, usually they don't, right? Usually a yeah. lot of these guys don't. Yeah, uh, uh, that flight home usually does not have a lot of the key members on. They showed him getting off the plane, but you know, obviously, they didn't show everyone. And basically, no one would talk to the press except like one guy I never yeah. heard of. And then the, yeah. they asked somebody else something, and he was cursing at him. <laughs> yeah, I seen some of that as well. Um, where they they they're not taking this loss very well. That's for sure. No. And uh, you know, when you have the arrogance that the Patriot Nation has had. You're yeah. not going to get any sympathy, obviously. But, I mean, I think there's also, you know, the rest of the world, you know, kind of seizes on this like a shark to blood, you know? I mean, they, they basically oh, they get treated like garbage in a sense, and now when it's finally time for, for this to, you know, get their end of it, they're going to come at it. So um, that's a little bit, you know, it is what it is, but that's what's going on. Um, let me ask you, Rich, what changes do you see taking place up in New England between the big three? Kraft, Belichick, Brady. Well, obviously, Kraft's not going to sell the team. You know that, so that's not going to happen. I mean, I think there is a small possibility that Brady packs it in. I, I think probably like 20% chance he packs it in. I think Belichick, probably about a 20 30% chance he packs it in. And did you hear that Gronk thing last night? I did, yeah. I don't know. I, you know, I think it's. I think I was it's basically like the Roethlisberger. Answer that question, right? Well, I think it's like the Roethlisberger thing, uh, in a sense. And yeah, but let's you know not what I mean? He's like, how did you guys hear that? Like, you know, so it was something he was thinking about. Right, right. Well, listen. Let's be quite honest about it. He got knocked out and concussed two weeks ago with a very hard yep. hit. Gronk has had yep. injury problems the entire career, right? I mean, he's never really seen somebody that big take that much of a beating. Yeah, he well, he he right? he takes a beating and a half. And I'm going to go one step further. I said it to you when it happened. The second to last play of the of the game, when he cut back inside and then had and a fight to get out of, out of bounds. Did you you seen yeah. that hit? 
that hit hurt right. him. I, you know, it hurt him. I, I'm not yeah, saying I he got so. injured. Yeah. That was a hard hit. And then he's up there in in the end zone. And well, he, he landed hit, hard I mean, too. He landed yeah, very hard. Out of bounds. Yeah. Now you know, I mean, he's a human being. Yeah, he's a monster. But boy, you know, he's feeling that, right? And yeah. I think you know, he's probably at the point where I don't know. Do I? How long do I want to keep doing this? You know. Um, ironically, I think he's only got one ring, right? Well, he's only well, played, he was for got, the other one, right? Right. So I think he only played in one Super Bowl that they won. Yeah. Played in one Super Bowl that they've won. That would be the Malcolm Butler one, right? The Seahawks. Yeah, uh, he was, that would be he the Seahawks one, right? The other one. Yeah, he yeah. still has two, but he right, he didn't play in it. Right. Strange career, very strange career, yeah. you know, because he's had so many injury problems. But I, I think it's the kind of thing where everything that's gone on, I think he's also unsure. What's going on with Belichick? Am I losing my yeah. offensive coordinator? Now you got to remember, these guys are very close to their coordinators, right? So that's a factor. Am I losing Josh McDaniel? Is Brady retiring, like you said? Is Belichick leaving? You know, I think there's a lot of question marks, and there's a guy that's taken a lot of hits and a lot of abuse. And so by that rationale, I think he's up in the air. And, uh, you know, so I mean, I think he'll be back, but if there's a lot of changes, who knows? Uh, but I yeah. think you have seen – listen, I'm not saying that the Patriots are done. That I would not say that when they're still, you know, dominating and I don't see anybody else really stepping up. But I will say that what I think you're seeing is I think you're beginning to see uh, the armor, some kinks in the armor. I think you're beginning to see that. I think you're seeing issues that eventually – I think this team is starting a decline in some areas, not yeah, necessarily. I, 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 you know, here, here I'll give you – give you. I don't think they're back in the Super Bowl anymore. I think that's it. I think this regime is done. I've said it before, but I don't see Yeah, I was going to say, but you say that every year. You fought with me all year. I told you this yeah. team was going to – you fought with me all year. You fought with me the year before that. So, yeah, yeah maybe well, that is the case. But you have to show who is stepping up to overtake them. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, we're doing a Dolphin show, and our team has not even remotely come close. They haven't even solidified second place in the division. I understand so, that. I'm not saying Buffalo, it's going to be us. Jets, no well, well, it's Buffalo and the Jets. So I want to know which yeah. is the team that's overthrowing them to take the division first off. And then second yeah. of all, you see the play, the talent's there. So I'm not so quick to say that. Maybe they won't, but I, you know, I think that their football on the field play is as strong as it's been. But I think there's a lot more off the field stuff that's well, starting to defense, take over. Their defense and the proof of the yesterday is not that good. They really don't have a great defense. And I think when, the, the, the major aspect of the whole point of their demise, I think, is going to be the coaches leaving, okay, the age of some of the key players, you know. And, you know, let's, let's be honest. They had the easiest path to Minnesota that any team ever had to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I don't necessarily know that they won't have that opportunity again. We'll have to see. And as far as well, their you defense, really think they're going to have a path like that again? I mean that's ridiculous. I mean if you if, if if they were playing at home in September, Tennessee and Jacksonville, I'd be aggravated. Yeah, I hear you. I mean I guess we have to see what other teams are going to step up in the AFC. Yeah, because right now know, look, the Eagles were in last place last year, Pat. Yeah, this league is bizarre. 
It is. It's, it is. There's no doubt about that. So I, I, I grant you that, you know, and it's, it's so up in the air. Uh, we don't know. But um, all right, we'll see. Let's take a quick break. So much to talk about right back after this. Second and nine and throwing sideline, and he has the record. Irving Dwyer on the catch. San Marino has now thrown for more yards than anyone else in the history of the National Football League. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pacatella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www. DonNottinghamINS.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I'm joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we uh, broadcast live, recapping Super Bowl 52. Uh, just a reminder, uh, catch us on iTunes. Uh, just go right to the iTunes store. You can search Pat Catello Show, and uh, you can get our latest episodes right to your phone and, and uh, any archived episodes as well. And uh, send us any questions or comments, uh, Pat Catello Show at yahoo.com. So, Rich, here's the question that I, I throw at you, and I know that 
you know, I, I'm getting you're, I'm getting a biased answer anyway. I understand that, but I want to hear your biased answer to it. Here's my question: Joe Montana, four and zero in Super Bowls. Is it better to be four and zero or five and three? Now, before you answer that, I want to throw that out as to the importance of this game. Now, before he got his fifth. We said before the Malcolm Butler game, and then obviously before last year's game, um, you know the the big the, the the comeback and all that. You're looking at you had three, then you got your fourth miraculously, and then you got your fifth even more miraculously. Those were the pivotal games. Now, if he loses last year, he was four and three, but he won, so he goes to five and two. But here's my question: Now that you lose here, four and zero. Oh? Or five and three, and there is a big difference there as far as if he would have been six and two, and that's why I'm bringing it out there. And of course, Terry well, Bradshaw too. too. Look at the opponents that he played, Montana. Forget about that. To... Forget about that. Nobody well, cares about that. No, it's not. I don't huge. care about it has nobody. Nothing it's to do with anything. A hundred years from now, what, what, that Cincinnati Bengals team place that he played in Joe Montana? That's something to sneeze at? That L.A. team that had absolutely no defense? That that Denver Bronco team had absolutely no defense. So don't talk to me like opponents. I don't care. It is what it is. This is your record in big games. I don't care how you got it. It is what it is. Would you rather be 4-0 or would you rather be 5-3? 4-0. I mean, I knew that was the answer you were given, but I want to know. You talk to me, and you tell me. Give me the Why? argument. Why? Because you walk away unblemished. You walk away that you never had a blemish in a big spot. Yes, that's very true. That's that's the pro part of it. There's no doubt about that. But with five wins, you're the winningest quarterback in Super Bowl history. So until somebody else gets to that five, and it's certainly not going to be Montana or Bradshaw. Last I checked, no. they're not coming back to play one no. more. I don't believe. So no. somebody's got to win five, basically. I mean, the, the most anybody's got that's in the game right now is what one? Does anybody have more than that? Roethlisberger has two. No. Games? What was Ro- one? Right? One. Yeah, Roethlisberger's got two. Yeah, He's got Roethlisberger's got two. So right. you know that that's the most, and and, and we both. I, I'm going out on a limb. I don't think Roethlisberger's winning three more. No. So the odds of that's somebody true. getting to five. It's going to take a long time, a long, long time, if anybody ever gets there. So you can't completely discount being the winningest quarterback in Super Bowl history, Rich. You can't. The guy's got five, and I don't see anybody else getting five. But to get that five, you have to have three losses, whereas Montana and Bradshaw has four as well. But nobody talks about Bradshaw. They don't even put this guy in the top ten. Now, I will no. say, he doesn't have the unblemished four. I mean, Montana never threw an interception, and, that, you know, that's a special thing. But, but Bradshaw's got four Super Bowls as well, and nobody even gives him the credit of that. And he had, he had four before Montana had four, so he was the winningest, and he still didn't get the credit he deserved. I mean, he's not even – a lot of people don't even put him in the top t- ten, and sometimes not even in the top 15, if you can believe that. But, you know, yeah. it is what it is. I, you know, I agree with you. Yeah, but you don't because you, you still would rather be 4-0. You think that's better than 5-3, and three, correct? Well, I'm looking at who the quarterbacks are, too, and I think Montana's a much better quarterback than Brady. 
Yeah, but that's not what we're asking. I know I that, but that's another mouse. It doesn't matter. I'm not asking That's another bias thing better. that's in my brain. I'm but yeah, I think four you. knows better. I think four knows better than five and three. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Is it better than six and two? It's close. You know, I mean. Yeah, I'm going to have know, to say that, no that, on that. that. You have an argument with. You know, you have an argument with that, I guess. Now, six and two. You know, the reason you can say, well, why bring this up? That's the reason I brought this up. Because that's yeah. what this game is. That's what this game is. When it's all said mm-hmm. and done, when you take away, listen, of course, this is Philadelphia's first championship. That's what it is to them. I'm not saying that. But as far as legacy-wise, that's what this game was. Mm-hmm. Brady Brady now is 5-3 and three, as opposed to the 6-2, and two, which I think would have undeniably put him past the pack and solidified him as, you know, the greatest Super Bowl core or whatever you want to say with it, you know. But I think that, that there is some connotations to take away from this negatively towards Brady's career. That well, you're going to see. You're, you're going to see when they list Super Bowl, you know, winners and everything, you're going to see five and a five more than you see five and three. Those other two are right. going to be thrown in there. I understand that it's not this regime, but well, it's, throw it in it's as still a team. going to go down. When you see the records of the Super Bowl, they're going to be 500. Yeah, but that's you know? a team thing. I understand that, thing. but I'm saying that's what you're going to hear about that more than you're going to hear about the 5-3. and three. No, no, I'm not, because I'm talking about from a quarterback standpoint. Nobody's I understand talking what you're about, saying. Nobody talks about the, well, you the, know, you said the, the legacy of history lost. 50 years from now. Yeah. You yeah, know, well, when you talk about that, nobody's going to bring up the Colin Kaepernick's uh, Super Bowl on Montana. No, that's There's nothing true. to do with that. You know, I'm yeah. talking about the legacy of these quarterbacks. What does the team yeah. have to do with anything? That, that's the record of the team. Yeah, you could bring that up as far as a team argument. You know, would you, I mean, if you, um, from what I'm taking from what you're saying is then you would say to the Dolphins who are 2-3 and three in Super Bowls, you know, two and three or five and five. I mean, that's what it basically comes down to, right? Yeah, no, I know. I mean, I mean the Dolphins are two yep. and three. Would you rather be five and five than, than two and three? Yeah, I got to be honest with you. I think I still would. I'll take those other three championships over the Yeah, but I wouldn't losses, trade right? the perfect season. I wouldn't trade those two no, championships well, that, for any of theirs. Well, listen, we've done this show for how long? Dolphin fans for 40-plus years. That's really what the Dolphins have. I mean, that's, that's the – that's it. That's the, the one hidden ace in the hole that no matter what, you have perfection. And that's why, you know, the, the Giants-Tyree Super Bowl is a stronghold that the Dolphins will carry because that's really what the Dolphins hold at this point. They don't get credit for the dynasty of the 70s. They were the most dominant team, but they were early. Right? They did it early, 71, 72, 73. And so the Steelers, who then took the baton and took 74 all the way up to 79 and took four of them, they get credit for being the team of the 70s. No argument there. It's the Packers, Mm -hmm. the Steelers, the 49ers. That's the three. But I could also say, well, the Washington Redskins went to three in the 80s. Nobody talks about them. But, you know, because the 49ers overshadowed that, you know. And they started in the beginning and they ended it at the end where the Dolphins did all their damage in the beginning and then the WFL and whatever else just ended that, you know? So it is what it is. So 
the perfect season, yeah, that's what it's all about, right? I mean, that's what any Dolphin fan holds, the, you know, that whenever any argument comes up, that's what's taken out of it, you know? So, um, yep. just, you know, as, as historians as we are, and legacies and, and, and all that are so important, that's basically what, you know, we, we go with, and that's why I bring up these questions, because I think there are people who are interested in that kind of stuff. And Brady, for the most part, has had that legacy for a long time. You know, uh, our close buddy Johnny Simonelli, you know, he's so strong on, well, I'd rather go there and lose than have to lose in the playoffs. I mean, anybody with a brain would say well, that that's more of a man. Yes, you are. And, he's, and granted, those guys have lost you know, Super Bowls many times, but there is somewhat of an argument as is it, is it better to to go there and lose? Is that more of an accomplishment? I think it has no, to do with whether or not... It's not good. It's not good to go there and lose because, again, my argument was you got to remember what the Colts did the year the Bills lost another Super Bowl? The, the Colts don't have that mark on their head, but you remember Thurman losing his helmet, you know? Right. Right, I, I got you, and I, I and there is some credence to that. But let me ask you this then: You rather have Marino not go to the Super Bowl and lose than go? No, it would it would have stunk if he never went. But boy, boy, I wish he didn't go that year. You know? Well, you don't have the choice. It's either you go and lose or don't go. Yeah. Would you rather yeah. be Fouts or would you rather be Marino? I think Marino. I mean, I think I'd rather that's be Marino. Fact. Yeah. But, because he had a great uh, I, year that year, you know what I mean? It was that was, you know, they had a list of the best teams never win the Super Bowl. I don't know if you caught that the last couple of weeks, and they had the '84 Dolphins as eleven. Well, I've seen they had the top ten greatest teams, the top ten greatest teams, and they had them. I I want to say somewhere around eight, nine. Because I remember Duke so ridiculous. Because they would yeah. beat many of the teams. The last 20 years that won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I think that the problem is that when you look at the Dolphins and that defense, which was an aging defense, uh, you know, that was exploited, you, you see that weakness, which can be exploited. But I also think that that era of football was the, the most physical, competitive, greatest era that there's been, that the toughest era, if you will. So, you know, Marino trying to win that Super Bowl that time was a harder feat than I certainly think in the 90s and in 2000 and beyond. It just happened that his prime wheelhouse fell there, and he had to play what I believe is is arguably the second or third greatest team that's ever played. I really put that 84-49er team that high. I think it's the best yeah, team they've ever had. And there was no weaknesses, completely balanced. Uh, I don't know, you know, you tell me the team that's better. You could say the 85 Bears, but you know what? I think that their offense was not even close to what the 49ers yeah, that offense was, uh, was, offense was. was delicious. That offense yeah, was terrible. So, it was an ancient so, Walter Payton and like a very weak passing game. So, I yeah, so I, I have to go with the 49ers. I mean, I think they were – yeah. I think that was their best team, and, you know, people will put the 89 one or whatever that, you know, blew out the, the Broncos, but uh, I don't know. That seemed to me to be the most physical and well-rounded team that they've had. So he's had some snake-bitten um, luck. This is the third Super Bowl that Vegas lost money on ever. 
they lost because the underdog won. Is that all it comes down to? Yeah, or are there the, other factors? Because the proposition bets, it went over. And, um, yeah, a lot of big money went on the Eagles. Now, uh, you said the third? Third one. The first one was the... the Jets, uh, Colts? Was Jets, Jets, Colts? No, Frisco, no. Frisco Jets, Colts, Chargers. did they lose money? Why didn't they no. lose money on the Jets? I, I don't know, but they didn't. They didn't lose money until the to the San Francisco Charger game, and the other one was the first Giant New England game. Okay, I kind of get the Giant New England one, but that Charger one, I don't get. I mean, the well, Chargers. Yeah. So why would the, they the not? Chargers San Francisco. Would... Just everybody. Remember, they're on the West Coast, Vegas. A lot of West Coast money is there. Everyone bet the Niners. They got killed. Why they get killed betting the Niners? They blew them out. No, Vegas lost. Everyone won money. You understand what I'm saying? There's three. This is the third Super Bowl where Vegas didn't make a profit on the game. Yeah, no, I get that. But usually, isn't it the underdog winning that does that? All the other ones you said are the underdogs. Not if you winning. bet the favorite, they they blew them out. So if everybody's betting the 49ers, how are they going to make money? Yeah, I guess it's just opposite to to then you know why. Uh, you know, the other, I mean, there's been other situations, I guess, you know. Yeah, I, I guess there's, I, there's I, other blowouts, obviously, but when when it's so lopsided on people, bet, I mean, everybody knew that the, the Chargers had no chance going into that game. So, you see, so from your rationale, this is what you're saying, if I got this correct. Nobody bet the Chargers. You couldn't get any, enough, you couldn't get any no. number of people on no, there. No, I think, I think that line was like 14 points or something like that. It was a joke. And you got enough giant money? Yeah, because a lot of people took giant money line, too, and cleaned up. People took giant money line on the undefeated Patriots? Like that yeah, heavily? Yeah, a lot of people did. I mean, that's yeah, because a, a lot of New York money right there. there. That's yeah. a gutsy bet right there. Yeah. That really is, right? I mean, to, and you want to say the other you know, one? It's this like one? two to one. What's that? And why this one? This one seemed like it was pretty even money. I don't know. I don't know why there was, there was like, there was like seven recorded million dollar and higher bets. The one guy that better exit, nobody knows who he is, that won seven million in the World Series, won six million yesterday on the Eagles. So this one is because basically uh, big time bets, uh, a few really high bets controlled it. Yes. And they won. Yes. And they won. Yeah. All the Eagles. Uh-huh. Well, it was all on Eagles, basically. It was all, so yeah, it was it was all Eagle big money that was that, yeah? Yeah. Well, one guy yeah. bet $3 million, another guy bet 6 and then there was a lot of million-dollar bets. Crazy, man. Okay. These people have this kind of money, right? That's not a yeah. million-dollar game, you know? <laughs> it's no. not. I mean, I, I give you more credence if you bet like week three if you saw something, you know? <laughs> but you probably can't. But they, you probably can't. In a regular yeah, season game, yeah, you don't have take to that spread kind of... it around. Yeah, you'd have to spread it around. Not that easy to do. I mean, yeah, I guess you could find, no. things, but you know, it's harder harder to do that kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Well, the uh, the 2018 Hall of Fame class uh, was announced, and uh, there's some surprises there, but uh, it's a very interesting class. And uh, you know, on this show, that's that's one of the things that we, we talk about quite a bit. And so, uh, you know, very interesting. So we're going to take a break right now. And, uh, when we come back for the last segment, uh, we're going to discuss this and uh, get some opinions and I'm sure, uh, you know, there'll, there'll be some controversial ones right back after this. 
This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Dolphins Legends show, Pat Catello and Rich Van Zant broadcasting live as we uh, recap Super Bowl 52 and of course the 2018 NFL Hall of Fame class uh, was uh, released and it is consists of Randy Moss, Brian Dawkins, Brian Erlacher, Ray Lewis, Terrell Owens, Jerry Kramer, Robert Brazil, and Bobby Beathard. Now, there's some real interesting ones here. And uh, first off, uh, you know, let me say this. When, when I, on this show, uh, we both consider ourselves uh, highly interested in the NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, I think that we both have our, uh, our expertise in the area. Now, when I 
say things, it's not necessarily because I think that they deserve it or not, but I just know, uh, you know, who's getting in sometimes uh, based on, you know, where they fall as far as reputation in that. And so, Rich, we have had an ongoing thing for, for years, and one of the ones I told you, Brian Urlacher, will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. And you've come at me, and we've went back and forth. Now, do I, not that I thought that he absolutely is. I just knew that he would. And there's other guys that I've told you that uh, will be. Uh, on the record, I've said Darrell Revis is another guy who will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But before we go future, uh, Brian Urlacher gets in on the first ballot. So, um, you know, I, I, that's something that was not a shock to me. I knew he was getting in there, um, but this class is, is, is a little strange. There's many deserving oh, people here. What's that? The only, the only ones I have a problem well, look, I think Erlacher is one of the most overrated players in the history of the game. Okay? You know, I always thought that our guy was better than him. I don't mm-hmm. think there's any question that Zach Thomas was a better player than him. Mm-hmm. And to see two linebackers who are, who are inferior to Zach Thomas walk into this Hall of Fame, I mean, Robert Brazil, really? Oh, okay. I didn't know where you were going with the second linebacker. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get to Brazil. Yeah. It's I mean, certainly not on. Ray Lewis. Yeah, I thought no, you were calling no, Ray no, Lewis. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, I'm, yeah, Brazil I'm too. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah no, no. But, I'm here, you know, yeah, I, I, I know, and know, I agree. I agree. You're not kidding me yet to pass the first yeah. step, and these I guys just walk in. Walk in. I mean, I was a little... I was a little surprised with Brian Dawkins too. I I, I mean I I know that Brian you? Dawkins was a great safety, but I you know I was a, I'm I'm very surprised at how easily he went in. And I realize it's Philadelphia's year, and that does have something to do with it. Whether or not you want to admit it or not, I think it does. I think you know, uh, but but I was surprised that he got in as easily as he did. Yeah. I mean, there were some ridiculous names on this list, too. And they had Everson Walls as a finalist. Yeah, I've seen that. I mean, are you Walls kidding me with fi- that? Walls as yeah. a finalist. I mean, there's Lynch, obviously. Um, I mean, there was a lot. There's yeah, some and that's another one. Get it. That's another one that never should be in either, Lynch. Yeah, he's coming. Oh, I yeah, know he is. Coming. Oh, yeah. Especially if he does well as a GM at Frisco, they'll, they'll walk him in. Yeah. Yeah, I... I I know. I, I think that um, if you look at this, right? Well, let, let, first off, Jerry Kramer, right? About time, right? I mean, is this ridiculous? Oh, God. And you brought up a great the guy. The guy was a pro bowler a million times. The guy who has five championships. He most famous block in in, uh, in in NFL history, probably. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's damn close if it's not that ice bowl thing. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. You know, one of the highlights, you know, or whatever you want to call it, of Lombardi, right, is them coming in the yeah. locker room and they have that little TV back in whatever it is back in 1960. I don't even know where they got it. Yeah. They're showing them the, the clip of the game. Where you go, Jerry? Right? I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, yeah. this guy. What? And he's the nicest guy in the world. Why did it take Why did they make him wait this long? It's beyond my belief. I don't, I don't get it. And you brought up get a it. great, great point. You brought up a great point about Bart Starr. That, you know, yeah, it's, it's a shame. shame. Because now Bart Starr is really in bad shape here, and he won't even get to enjoy it with him. And that's a shame. No, that's the, no it is a shame. That, and, and Jerry can't enjoy it with him. That's the other part. 
You know, so that's just yeah. Bart Starr. It's the other way around, too. I'm sure Jerry yeah. would love to have Bart Starr there, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the, that's the shame of it all, I, I think. Yep. You know, like some of well, these look guys... What they did, they, look what they did to Kenny Stabler. They waited until the man was dead. You travesty. Know? Absolute travesty yeah. what they did to him. Absolute yep. travesty that he didn't go in there. All right, so let, let's start from the top. Randy Moss... I mean, no question, you know, right? One of no the greatest question. talents that we've ever seen. So you knew that yep. was coming in there, right? So we, we yeah, go no, there. I, I and, don't have uh, a problem with that. I, the no, guy's great. Who would? I mean, there's no question. Who would? Who can have yeah. a problem with that, right? Well, um, there's people uh, on TV. There's yeah, people on TV right. that go, you know, they're the wackos, man. You can't well, argue what they did. Yeah, well, Charlie Casserly is, is one. I'm not a big fan of Charlie I Casserly. I heard him before. Yeah. Oh, never yeah, either one should be in. Because not good role models for children. Yeah, but Ray Lewis is. So that's what it is. It's the role model Hall of Fame now, yeah. right? Ray, Ray Lewis is a hell of a role model, right? Uh, forget who got in. I'm sure there's plenty of people who are phenomenal role models. But are we going to put them in yeah. now, too? I mean, listen, I, 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 don't, I don't condone a lot of the nonsense that goes on. But you know what? It's, it's your football career that's being judged to put in there. We, you, can't, you can't go too far with the outside-the-box <laughs> things. Otherwise, you're well, really making it what it's not. You know, I mean, there's plenty of, of bad people in Hall of Fames as far as their, their character and personal life and stuff well, like that. Well, you got that. one but of the worst ones in history in the Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, and there's no doubt about it. I mean, there's no doubt Jeez. about it. Yeah, Nobody no, wants to know. You, I know who you mean, of course. Oh, well, just in case somebody out there didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> we're not well, talking to each other. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were talking. I thought you were talking about Ty Cobb. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Ty Cobb. <laughs> you want to play games? Never killed anybody. I don't play games. <laughs> Uh, never convicted. Um, okay, so <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, like we said, uh, Moss, Dawkins, Erlacher, Ray Lewis. You know, obviously, um, yeah, going in first ballot. One of Terrell Owens. All right, this is a guy. Now, this is one of the ones that, like you said, people go all over. I'll be honest with you, Terrell Owens acted like an idiot, but in all reality, he never really did anything that bad. He no. aggravated the press. He aggravated his teammates, but he really yeah. never got into trouble. And Randy Moss, for that matter, too. I mean, really, uh, there's a couple little incidents here and there. The one, the the, the woman police officer that he, you know, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it wasn't I mean, anything really, criminal. Yeah, you're in this right. day and age, with everything yeah. that goes on, what did these two guys do that was so bad criminally? Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. Nothing no. at all. You know, so no. that, that's why the Terrell Owens thing, yeah, okay, he, he, you know, aggravates people. He does stupid things. But, you know, he never really did anything that bad. And his statistics and his football play, all right, you did, you, you kept him off the first ballot, right? That's that was your punishment. He deserves to go well, in. I'm glad they, what was it, four years now? It was a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's a few, right? Is it four years? Yeah. Is it that yeah. long? Is it that long? Something like that, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's wow. been, it hasn't been one or two. It's been like... Yeah, it's been about four, I think. Well, um, here's the feel, okay? Uh, you know, he deserves to be in. I'm glad they finally put him in and, uh, you know, and, and you know, did the right thing here. Uh, so he yep. goes in there. Um, Jerry Kramer, as we talked about. Now, Robert Brazil, I can't say too much. This is what I could say about Robert Brazil. I'm a kid who started following football in the 70s. I knew Robert Brazil's name. You know, I, I knew a lot of the Oilers and stuff like that. So I knew who he was. I'd be lying if I told you I watched Robert Brazil 
play football. I, 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 I haven't. I've seen clips here and there. Mostly well, there. I'm not telling you why. I can tell you one thing he never did or didn't do in the league. Obviously, I knew the name, and, I, and I'm a little older than you, and I watched play back there. But there's one thing I never saw associated with Robert Brazil's name, Football Hall of Fame. No, but it's, you know, it's that kind of era where, you know, uh, he, he, yeah, I got what you're saying. You know, I think there was a couple Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, that, that maybe got over that too, you know, that, you know, they became Hall of Fame. I don't know. I mean, it, you know, I have to just take face value as the guys back then and his teammates and stuff like that. So, you know, it, it is what it is with Robert Brazil. I, I, I don't have that much input on it. But the next one is very interesting. It's Bobby Beathard. And the reason why I say it's interesting is here's the deal. Okay, I understand you put general managers and stuff like that in. And Bobby Beathard certainly has a monster resume. He was part of building the 72 Dolphins, obviously. He went on to the Washington Redskins and was the vital part of building those those Super Bowl teams, right? Those, those, those mm-hmm. three teams or whatever that went there. Um, and then, of course, he went to the Chargers, and he was part of that whole revitalization of the Chargers in 94 that we were just talking about and going to the Super Bowl there. But here's my problem. I don't necessarily have such a problem with putting him in, but my biggest problem with it is how he can go in and – Bill Arnsparger, the genius of the Miami Dolphins defense, is not in there. And Joe Robbie, the owner who who did so much in the history of this league, is not in there before well, him. That's I, my I, problem. They've never put an assistant coach in, have they? No, not 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 as an assistant coach. Like LeBeau, Vic LeBeau is, LeBeau is in there, and maybe he's in there more so because of the coach, yeah. but he's in there as a player. Exactly. There's yeah. never been one in there. And, you know, I mean, that's – is you know, I just think that there's a, a criticism, a, a discrimination against assistant coaches. There's no doubt about that. There is, you know. Um, and – I don't know. I mean, you know, to to put GMs in as easy as they do, is that's my problem. I think Ron Wolf well, is in there too. Isn't he? Why is George Young not in? Uh, yeah, I I, I don't know. Um, I certainly think that he's got as much credentials to be in there as a GM uh, as uh, as you know Bobby Beathard or or uh, or. Um, Ron Wolf or any of the other ones that are in there, you know. I mean, he was a part of the Baltimore Colts, Shula, right? Giants. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I agree. That's uh, a little bit strange. Um, uh, this is the thing. Uh, here's the the finalists, okay? And so, as, as the finalist list that you know they pick from, these are the guys that you know that didn't get in. Tony Baselli was up. Okay, he didn't get in, but, you know, you kind of get the feeling that maybe he will. Isaac Bruce, same thing. Alan Fanica didn't get in. Yeah, Steve Hutchinson, another guard from the Seahawks, not usually familiar. But Joe Jacoby, how did Joe Jacoby not get in yet? That's ridiculous to me. I mean, I just don't understand that. That guy, to me, one of the greatest offensive linemen of all time. I don't know how he's not in. Edrin James, again, as Edrin James, I can name a lot of guys that I think are more worthy of him. Uh, Ty Ty Law, Ty Law. Ty Law will be in the Hall of Fame. I told you that a while ago. This is another guy me and you went at it about. I'm telling you, Ty Law will be in the Hall of Fame. You watch and see. Probably next year. He's coming. No doubt about it. Um, 
John Lynch, you know, this is a guy they're making a push for, and you seem to, you know, absolutely against that, right? I don't, you know, I don't think Ty Law should be in there either. Kevin Mawai. Another joke. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, Everson Walls. Yeah, uh, you know, please, give me a break. Yeah. Now, we Did do a Miley Dolphin show. Was missed? He put his hands up when the field goal was missed? You're going to put him in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we do we do a Miami Dolphins show. He was instrumental in that going right, right? Without him putting the, <laughs> his, his, his uh, arms up in the air, that would have went right down the middle, right? <laughs> I actually think he was the guy that was covering Dwight Clark on the catch. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, absolutely he was. <laughs> All right, we we do a Miami Dolphins show. So in closing here, uh, when we talk okay, about the Hall of do. Fame. This, it's been so long since so we talked about them. <laughs> Well, yeah, it has been. I know. Uh, so they do, is a, there any news this week? I've missed it. No, but I, 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 as far as the uh, the dolphin snubs for the Hall of Fame, I think there's a few of them here that are worth recognizing. And of course, the first one that we both said is Zach Thomas. Zach. And I, I, yeah. I just think that you know this is a guy that he had a 13 year career. It would have been 14. I think he uh, he actually got the concussion in his 14th season. I think he was in, like, Kansas City or something like that. He does not get any recognition. No. He reminds me of Don Mattingly for the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's a guy that I just don't understand why the love is not there for him at the Hall of Fame, but the love outside of it is astronomical. One of the yeah. most decorated favorite of all time. Right, and, and and yet he just does not seem to get any recognition when it comes to Hall of Fame voting, and I really yeah, hope that it changes. I mean, how many Pro Bowls in, in thirteen years? How many Pro Bowls? Seven. Nine, seven, seven, seven Pro and Bowls. All Pro, all Pro, five, five? first team all, five, five first team yeah. All Pro. And you got to remember, he he started getting concussions and then he left. So this is in the prime of his yeah. career. If you take the after, yep. like the later years, he's almost there every year. And he also, remember, before Ray Lewis got in, he had more tackles than any linebacker in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, it's insane. And he was on the all-decade yeah. team. He's on the all-decade yeah. team. He's going to get in, but he's going to have to wait a long time. He may have to wait for the veterans because these sports writers are morons. I, so you do think he will get in? Yeah, I think eventually. Yeah, I think there'll be a push eventually. If Robert Brazil can get it, why can't Zach get it? Yeah, no, I agree, but I hope he doesn't have to wait. You know, the whole well, I hope years. not either. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the other Dolphins, uh, Richmond Webb, obviously they've been making some kind of a push for. Um, you know, he's been. You know, finalist. I don't think he's I mean, a Hall of Famer. I don't think yeah. he did it long enough. I love Richmond you know, Webb, but I don't think so. Right. You know, but the thing is with him. Which is but if you put Baselli in, then you got to make an argument for Richmond Webb. Yeah, and, and, and but it seems like Richmond Webb's getting more of a, a, of a consideration than Zach Thomas is. And that's what's so well, strange. Well, Richmond Webb, he didn't get to the finals or anything. Uh, he was a semifinalist then, right? I don't even think he got that far. I think he was on the first list like Zach was, and I don't think he got to the next level. No, I think he got farther than that, Rich. I think he got farther yeah. than that. Further, further than that. Yeah, I think he did. I mean, he went to seven straight Pro Bowls. You know, and that's yeah, pretty no, impressive. 
But you I know, know. He, 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 but yeah, I, I thought he went one step further, but um, you know, maybe not. And uh, Reggie Roby, what you feeling on him? He's another one that I hear coming up now. He's a great punter, but I mean, you know, that Super Bowl performance was atrocious. Yeah, I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> that's, a, that's something in there. Well, that about wraps it up for this year. We, you know, we uh, it was a very interesting year. There's no doubt about it. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll so see. I'm sure there's going to be a, what that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, it's hard. You got to spin it. I'm sure there's going to be a lot yeah. of you know off-season stuff and everything. So check us out, as I'm sure there'll be special shows and things uh, that we might pop in. We're going to run some of the uh, the interview shows and uh, we'll do uh, maybe a, a draft show and maybe some special uh, things where we uh, bring some questions or something to the forefront. But uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, for tuning in and, and, and stay with us. Another like year I in the said, books. Uh, we'll be there. Another Eleven year in the, year the books. books. Yeah, let us hear in the books. <laughs> Wouldn't be I'm doing it with anybody else, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> See you, pal. You got All it, buddy. Right, buddy. You right. got it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you on the rebound. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power off. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing. 